Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. Everybody, welcome to episode 35 already of the Agree to Disagree podcast show where we discuss news, politics, and pop culture. I'm your host, Luigi C. Let me remind you, as I do every week, we are streaming, streaming live on Facebook at Agree to Disagree show and on YouTube live as well. Reminder, um, if you appreciate my content and uh, like what I do, Please uh, subscribe, subscribe, and share my content to whoever you think uh, would enjoy it and benefit from it. And uh, as I encourage you, I could see already the chat room is already getting filled up. I encourage you to write in your questions, comments, especially this evening as I am flying solo. I already could see. Let me say a huge hello to Captain Yolo, Nikos. How are you, sir? Can't wait to hear your thoughts on UBI. Yes, we're going to discuss that. Uh, Dario Vitali, as always, he seems like he's ready. Dario Vitali is ready. Tony Arsano, good evening. Stay calm. I'm going to stay calm, Tony. Uh, at least I'm going to try to stay calm. And there is a Captain Yolo saying, weighing in and saying hello. So without further ado, um, on my, my um, let's let's get on with the show. So, so on my... Um, show notes. I said I was going to be talking about uh, three uh, three topics, but before I get into the three topics, um, there's something I've been wanting to get off my mind and that I haven't had a time to, um, or the airtime to to discuss it or just give my opinion on it. So, so here it goes. Um, please, this new wokester generation social warrior, justice warriors, whatever the hell you want to call yourselves, please stop ruining my cherished childhood memories. Now, of course, some of you may ask what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Pepe Le Pew. Here's my take on this. If a skunk that speaks with a French accent chasing a cat of which he thinks is a skunk because she mistakenly gets a white strip of paint on the back of her. Offend you, this French-speaking accent skunk chasing of what he thinks is a female skunk offends you, or if you think this perpetuates rape culture, you need to really reevaluate your life. Really, take 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 inventory of your life. And you're going to see how sad and meaningless your miserable life is if you have a problem with a skunk chasing a cat with a white strip of paint on her back. And he never got her, by the way. She never stayed. She always managed to escape. It's good for her. Okay? No one's ever watching this, guys. No one's watching these cartoons anymore. What, what does this accomplish? What does this accomplish? for your new wokesters. Tell me. Okay. Even as 
this is what, 40, 40 years ago? 35, 40 years ago? Even I knew as a child there was nothing wrong with this. So, so, so if a child could, could, could dissect whether or not this is right or wrong, now 50 years later, 40, 50 years later, you have a problem with it that it needs to be canceled. It's not even on the air anymore. You hardly see it. Right? But so, okay, so, so then another thing. So then on that same wave of thinking, um, Cardi B, the other night, right, on the Grammys, that shit box cesspool of a, what you call a, an award show, humping, filming a porno on stage live, and I don't know how many millions of idiots watching this crap. That's women empowerment, right? That's women empowerment. You don't have a problem with that. But yet you have a you have a problem with a cartoon that was 50 years ago in another time and place, another complete generation. Bacardi B humping and filming a porno on, on a website with other shit, stupid rapping, whatever the hell you want to call them, on stage filming a porno. But that's okay. Right? <sighs> Captain Yolo says. Oh, how Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd being disarmed <laughs> of their guns. <laughs> One of my most cherished characters, Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam, Pepe Le Pew. I love these guys. I love these guys growing up. I mean, they, 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 made, they made Saturday mornings worth suffering all week from Monday to Friday to watch these cartoons, Looney Tunes on Saturday mornings. And here we go. Here we are. I'm 46 years old, soon to be 46 years old. And this fucking woke generation has a problem with Pepe Le Pew because he perpetuates rape. Take stock of your life, really. Take stock of your life because you're fucking miserable if you have a problem with that. You really are. So um, that's enough about that. Very short and sweet. I wanted to discuss three three um, topics, three things in the news that I've come across. And uh, first, we'll start off with um, health sector, health section, um, transgender issues, because that's all you seem to hear or, or, or see on the news these days. Um, even though only, you know, for example, point zero zero. 0.04% of Americans consider themselves transgender. Um, that's equivalent to 1.4 million um, Americans, adults. So um, I'm not sure if you heard, there's a world-renowned biologist by the name of uh, Demi Lovato. Um Maybe you might know or know her. She, she, she technically doesn't have her 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 doctorate or biology degree, but she's a, she she she's a pop singer, um, albeit pretty medium one. But I guess who knows? Maybe that's the reason why she needs to get some attention. People start buying uh, her music and maybe going and see her in concert because uh, of her stance on on uh, transgender issues. So this is a woozy, guys. Okay, this is a woozy. Sit down for this. Guys, Demi Lovato, world-renowned biologist, Demi Lovato says 
she's coming out against gender reveal parties. Gender reveal parties is this new thing that people get together and uh, where the, <laughs> uh, yeah, Luca seems to like uh, <laughs> my joke about world renowned. Uh, he's having a good life. Luca, thanks for tuning in. Um, so uh, gender reveal parties where, uh, you know, uh, a couple expecting a child uh, invites friends and people over to their house and where they reveal the sex or the gender of the child. Um, Demi Lovato says that these gender reveal parties um, are, are uh, excuse me, transphobic and claim that there are boys with vaginas and girls with penises. Uh, Lovato claimed throughout the lengthy post that transgender activists dislike gender reveal parties because they divert from reality. To Lovato, another activist, reality is a concept that humans are born without any concept of gender. Lovato also claimed that basing sex off of genitalia is inconsistent with science. Guys, listen, I, I wasn't a genius in school. I particularly did not do well in biology. Um, but I don't know, has, has thousands of years of uh, biology and evolution changed lately with this new generation? I'm just I'm just asking. Could, could some of you, uh, could some of you <laughs> help me out? Demo Demo Padula says, "Hey, bro, thanks for cheering uh, for tuning in." By the way, he's done. Um, dude, you're cutting out a lot and uh, and uh, pixelating. I know the uh, the internet is not too good this evening. I apologize for that. Hopefully, it will get better. Um, so we'll see. Um, Demo says, I'm done. I'm going to go postal soon. This is ridiculous. I can't deal with these fucking sensitive assholes anymore. I can't. I can't either. I can't either. Um, the post claims that gender reveals are based on the illusion that geni genitals equal gender and that there are only two options, boy or girl. The gender binary omits the so-called fact. It's a fact, by the way. Um, that there are boys with vaginas and girls with penises and that there are people who are neither boys nor girls. <sighs> the gender binary requires that we adopt prescriptive ideas of gender, what men and women should be as descriptive ideas of gender, what men and women fundamentally are in this way. It naturalizes uh, cultural myths as biological facts. I don't know, guys. Uh... I'm a demo here. I really, I really can't anymore, I, and I don't know what to, I don't know what to think, or 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 say anymore. Um, listen. Um, she goes on to say. I mean, over the last year, she's she's become increasingly um, far left political. For surprise, surprise. Um, Listen, I, I don't mean to 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 make light of mental illness, but she has been known to have a few problems. Uh, but she clearly has some psychological issues, and um, I think she's smoking the pipe again. Um, she's gone further to say in an interview with Vogue, Lovato also said that she was ashamed to be white. I hated that I shared the same skin color as those who killed the black people. So listen, Debbie, if you're watching by by some fluke nature. Maybe call the same doctor that worked on Michael Jackson and 
he'll turn you black, maybe. I don't know, maybe reverse of what Michael Jackson was trying to do. Um, see if, if that's even if that's even possible. I don't know. Um, I, you know, guys, what I'm going to say on this is actors, musicians, um, anybody that, that it's in pop culture, professional athletes, stick to your, 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 your profession, stick to your profession, entertain us by playing a sport, writing a song, singing a song, dancing, um, acting in films or in TV shows. That's it. I don't want to hear your political issues. I don't want to hear about your take on transgender issues. I don't fucking care. And you know what? The majority of people don't care. Don't care. All right? Keep it to yourself. You're here to entertain us. You're not a biologist. You're not an evolutionary biologist. You are a fucking singer, a hack singer at that. Shut your trap. Okay. Maybe go take a few biology courses in university. All right. And then maybe you could talk about transgender issues and whether or not boys have vaginas and girls have penises. Okay. Luca Kalachi says, don't we have bigger issues, uh, world hunger, world debt, pollution? Well, you know what, Luca, judging by what uh, I see in the news, doesn't seem like we do. We <laughs> really don't. This reeks of the notion of original sin from the Catholic Church. Yeah. Exactly. Well said. So entertain and shut the fuck up. Thank you, Demo. That's my take on that. Really is. What a fucking waste of time, man. What a waste of time. These people, honestly, if anybody's helping, just like they did with, when, when Britney Spears was clearly having mental breakdowns, somebody, somebody, somebody that's a friend to Demi Lovato should really reach out and try to help this poor girl. Honestly, really should. All right. Uh, guys, if you could just say in the, in the show notes, if my feed has gotten any better, I would appreciate that. Um, next, I want to talk about... Um, Something that, that really, really, really bothers me. Really, really yanked my chain when I saw this one. Um, I came across this article where uh, Bruno Mars um, confronts allegations of appropriating black culture and music. For those of you that watch the show, and for those of you that know me personally, they know that I love music. I find music um, could, could change change your aspect on life it could ruin uh it could ruin uh it, it could it could brighten a day that is going horribly wrong i believe it it brings out physiological um things out of your body to make you feel better physically feel better and in turn mentally feel better so this one um really really uh hits home for me uh just one last uh, comment from demo said what a sad future our children will have these are the future world leaders give me a break for fuck's sake same here demo that's what i'm worried about as well i really am uh, so this is why i consistently and, and constantly um talk out against this new wokeness um and this new social warrior whatever the fuck you want to call them um so Back to Bruno Mars. Um, 
there was an article written um, that Bruno Mars is um, appropriating black culture and music. Um, for those of you that don't know, Bruno Mars is Filipino, Puerto Rican, uh, and Ashkenazi, um, Ashkenazi Jewish descent. Um, he's been accused of crossing into and taking from genres that are historically black. The 35-year-old singer has noticeable blended elements of genres and genres and uh, historically and traditionally black into his music, including funk, soul, reggae, and R&B, achieving widespread mainstream success while doing it. Um, yet, it, the article goes on to say, yet black musicians and creators from these genres have had to fight for a chance for their work to be heard and given proper recognition. Um it was reported that Mars and producer Mark uh, Ronson were being sued over their song Uptown Funk because there's, you know, constant uh, copyright infringement. Um, anyway, as we see this, this, this uh, over and over, Mars defended himself uh, by saying, uh, I would say you can't find an interview where I am not talking about the entertainers that have come before me. The interview took place on Friday after Mars and Pac released Leave the Door Open. By the way, it's a fantastic song. The first single from Silk Sonic, their newly formed act, sort of like a group. It's 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 absolutely amazing. So here's I'm going to read to you the Cambridge Dictionary that defines cultural appropriation: the act of taking or using things from a culture that is not your own, especially without showing that you understand or respect this culture. Specifically, the term is used to refer to those who take and misuse aspects of less dominant cultures, usually in ways that are offensive or devout of context. So. In no way has Bruno Mars been, as the 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 uh, meaning goes here, offensive or devoid of context. Okay, so as all amazing musicians that have changed the history of the world and the history of music over the year, everybody has had inspirations. Elvis had Roy Hamilton, who was a gospel singer. Led Zeppelin was the blues, Muddy Waters, Skip J James, Howlin' Wolf. The Beatles was Little Richard, Buddy Holly, Motown. Where would we be? Let me ask you this question. Where would we be today if we didn't have Elvis, Led Zeppelin, the Beatles? And where would we be if these people that we've cherished and these musicians that we've loved didn't have these inspirations that were in, in the soul and R&B a soul and gospel. Where would we be if we didn't have Elvis? Okay. Everybody draws inspirations from other other genres of music. It's been going on since the advent, since the beginning of music. So, so if we go, if we go, okay, if we go on this um, on this pretext, what is arguably one of the best best rappers of all time, Eminem? who is, of course, white, he shouldn't be able to, to, to rap. He's, he's, he's appropriating rap. He's, he's, he's appro uh, appro cultural appropriating black culture. He grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. He loved listening to rap. And he's, of course, considered one of the best rappers of all time. So if he didn't have this influence of where he grew up and talking about 
all the trials and tribulations of growing up on Eight Mile and all that, would would Eminem be who Eminem is be, would be? So you know, on that same pretext, can you say that black people can't sing rock? Right, Lenny Kravitz can't sing rock. Jimi Hendrix, that was one of the probably one of the best guitarists of all times, was black. Can't be more rock and roll than Jimi Hendrix. Do you see what I'm trying to get at, people here? Do you see what I'm trying to get at? Diary Vitali says, I'm wondering if really by a huge amount that all this shit is a North American bunch of crap going around. I'm sure many other countries are not paying attention to these snowflake Karen causes and crybabies. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But you know what? With the advent of, of internet and social media, we have to listen to all of the shit, bro. We have to listen to all the shit and we got to see every day something being canceled or a problem with something cultural appropriation. Did you ever hear about, did you ever hear about the one that yoga apparently is cultural appropriation? Dario Vitali wants to know, have you heard about Bruno Mars' girlfriend, Bruna Aranis? Apparently, they're far out. No, I didn't. Uh, Uranus. <laughs> Bruna Uranus. No, I didn't. Good one. Um, so th that's that's all my argument here is, really. Uh, I'm just saying is if, if all these cherished musicians that we've had over the years, over the decades, century, did not have other types of of people that they looked up in different genres. Where would we be today without all these musicians? Where would we be without Elvis, without Led Zeppelin, without the Beatles? I don't know about you. I don't want to be in a world that doesn't have Led Zeppelin or the Beatles or Elvis because without them, we wouldn't have had all the other musicians that I love that I still listen to today. I still listen to Led Zeppelin. I still, live, still listen to Elvis, still listen to, to the Beatles. So nobody is ever able to cross genres and enter into another genre. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. It really is. My last, um, or Metallica, Captain Yolo says, absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, like, you know, I love Metallica. They've had their inspirations, right? You think Metallica only listens to rock and heavy metal? Come on, people. Wise up, wise up. There's other things in life, like Luca said before. There's a movie where no one ever heard of the Beatles. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that movie. Because you know what? We're do, we do a disservice. We do a disservice to our children if we don't tell them who Elvis, who Led Zeppelin, who, who the Metallica is. My son today, my 11-year-old son asked me, Daddy, Who's John Lennon? And, and and I couldn't believe he didn't know, but that's okay. You know what? I told him what John Lennon is. He was he was obviously one of the co-founders of the Beatles. But at least I'm trying to tell him. You know, every morning when I do, when I drive to work, I drive them to school. I mean, I try to put on a great song. You know, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen, Genesis, Led Zeppelin, Super Tramp, and teach them. And teach them what real music is because I don't want them to grow up on this shit that they listen to today. 
call that music. I don't care what anybody says. This is not music what we're listening to today. Luca, imagine. Yeah, we imagine. We could really imagine. Um, my last subject I wanted to cover tonight, guys. Um, recently, uh, there was a, in the House of Commons at the Federal Level, there was the uh, liberal, uh, liberal private members bill uh, named Bill C-273. This bill, remember this number, is extremely important, and I will tell you why. Uh, this bill um, had its first reading in the House of Commons on February 22nd, would require the Minister of Finance to develop a national strategy to assess possible models for implementing a guaranteed basic income program, otherwise known as universal income, um, and it has some other names. This concept has been around um, for quite a long time. There's even some pilot projects going around uh, that have been tried in other countries. Um, Captain Yolo says, yes, I have complex feelings on UBI. So do I, and I'm going to share it. And if you guys could share it as well in your, in your notes. Um, so, so the basis of universal basic income or guaranteed basic income is as follows. It basically, um, It's, it states that to grow and improve productivity, basically that there will, every Canadian will be given a living wage to cover certain costs. And the goal of this is to, to and I understand this because the goal of this is to lift people out of poverty. And it says that the adage that if you take away a human's worries in life of finding a job because the, the basis is that a lot of people are working today and they're still in poverty, that they're still not getting enough. So the, the basis of universal um, basic income is to pay the minimum, come up with a certain minimum of, of, of money to pay for their expenses. And then everything else that they, they earn lit working would go towards living life and contributing to society and contributing to, to the economy. That's the basis of it as well. Um, on that note, and you know, some people, if their basic needs are taken care of, then they're going to become entrepreneurs and come up with ideas and further develop um, develop any, any, any nation. So that's the basis, the thinking behind universal basic income. Andrew Yang had it, uh, his signature campaign platform idea in his last elections. Yes, I'm very aware of that. Uh, thank you, um, Captain Yolo. Steve says, do a pilot project in Oshalaga Maisonerve, then we talk. See if anyone will go to work. There's my next point. Uh, Luca agrees with Steve. Steve, thanks for tuning in. Steve, owner of, of course, um, Stogie Cigar Lounge, amongst other bars. We miss you, Steve. Um, there is point number one, guys. Let's discuss this. Um, now you could look at it on the way that this government is going to look at it, but we all know, especially in Quebec, of course, there are advocates for the concept within Quebec, of course, right? A socialist Quebec that basically lives off. I don't know what the percentages of, of Quebecers that live off Bennett Social and, and, and God knows what else 
family allowance for every kid and don't declare anything or don't even work. So you, this basically would replace all of that, right? So there, the, the people that are against it are saying, okay, but if you only, you know, you group one thing in this one amount, but what about family income and family allowance? And what about Benet Social? And what about employment insurance? And well, the whole goal of this is, is that it, it would it would it would also shrink the government because it would all these these programs and that need civil servants to run them would all fall under the guaranteed basic income department that would take care of all your basic needs. But then I look at it on the other way, like Steve so eloquently said, is what does this do to a human? Because you could look at it working both ways, right? If you take away all my drive, if I know tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up and all my basic needs are taken care of, it could go either one of two ways. Say, okay, I'm going to go out there and make something on myself. I'm going to start a business. I'm going to try to 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 be inventive and 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 create a business and create employment for other people. Or it could say. <laughs> Fuck, screw that. I don't need anything else. Government's taking care of me. I'm going to stay home and pretend I'm looking for a job, right? Right? That's how you can look at it. Captain Yolo says, if UBI is set up, all other forms of social welfare needs to be eliminated. Well, that's what would be the end goal. And I know some countries have done it. And the results are mixed. Steve says, very easy. Everyone's minimum pay of $13 is after the government asked the business owner to contribute $3 per hour in taxes. Just give it to the employee. Take less taxes first for actually working. I love that idea, Steve. I love that idea. Antonio Chichi says, one step closer to communism. Um, basically, come. you don't have to pretend to be looking for work. I know, Steve. I know. But this is where we're heading. It had its first reading on February 22nd. And um, I'm, I'm really worried. I'm really worried. Let's see what Luca thinks about this. Imagine we get rid of Revenue Quebec and just have Revenue Canada like the rest of the country. How many unemployed unilingual French people would there be? Luca, too many to count. Do you know that um, Quebec has per capita... Uh, I, I believe it was about 600,000 civil servants per capita has the highest per capita civil servants, uh, I believe, in North America. I believe there's one civil servant for every six in the population, one of the highest rates in North America. Um, so, of course, we would be better, but they would never admit that, right? Um, surprise, surprise, Gabriel Nadeau-Dubois. Quebec Solidaire leader vowed to establish a guaranteed basic income program in Quebec if, if Quebec Solidaire won the election. Uh, but of course, it never came to fruition because <laughs> probably hell freeze over before uh, that happens. Um, the bill's preamble gives us insight into the reasoning behind the bill. It focuses on Canadians' rights to have their basic needs met, to participate fully in society, and to live with dignity regardless of their employment status. So basically, here, what we have here is a change in philosophy, how far left the liberal government has gone. It's getting away from that free market society and trying to establish this basic income 
but this it's very divided on this very divided very divided just to see in the comments also if we had uh, ubi prices for everything especially rent cell phone and internet bills potentially public transit would skyrocket very good point captain yolo very good point because everyone could could afford it so demand would increase so what prices right very good point i didn't even think about that as well steve says not going to pass political parties need to be able to dole out favors to their constituents they will never give that up yeah that's a good point as well steve very good point um if that were to happen it can be a circle jerk absolutely but you know um all this talk is is once again it's just it's diversion right guys it's diversion it's 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 the government in a pandemic coming up with this this oh we're going to get free money well they have been doing that anyway for the past uh, past year because of their decisions to close everything uh, but we're not going to get into that cuz I, I don't want to rant i've ranted enough about the the government's handling of the pandemic and frankly i'm i'm sick and fucking tired uh, of talking about it because uh, it just aggravates me and there's unfortunately nothing nothing i could do um it states the program could enhance the economy's ability to grow and improve its productivity as well as lift many canadians out of poverty and provide them with the stability they need to access education and employment opportunities so let me be the devil's advocate here i could see i could see i could see how this could potentially rise a certain population that really want to but can't get into can get out of that endless circle and perpetual wheel of poverty and lack of education in a family if your parents didn't believe or couldn't afford to put you uh, or send you to school or um, didn't put an emphasis on education they said just go work no matter how much you get paid right um it's really interesting i could see where the attraction could come from i obviously really see the downfalls behind it i really do especially in quebec um but i could see the attraction i could see how it could potentially work and there is no appetite for legislated rent and price controls given what happened with pet in the 70s pierre elliott trudeau for those of you who don't know yes very good point as well thank you captain yolo uh, Steve says, don't start, please. I won't start talking about the handling of the pandemic because I know, uh, amongst others, uh, you and your staff are are, are uh, suffering and having to pay the price for the incompetency um, of this, of this uh, CAC government. And uh, Steve, you know how I feel about that. <sighs> anyway. Luca says, Wednesday I received 12 Gs from the Fed's relief plan on to give 11 G's to the provincial on Thursday. No such thing as free money. No, Luca, I've always told everybody there is no such thing as free money. Um, you know, as of you, uh, you know, a great example that I've always given in the past is uh, this new uh, program that, uh, as you know, I'm a mortgage broker and the, the government came out with this plan to help Canadians uh, with their down payments on their home by matching. Um, whatever they put down so for example let's say if, if the if the buyer had five percent down and the government would match their five percent okay so let's say uh purchase price 
is uh, 100,000, make it math easy. And so, so the client puts $5,000 down and the government gives you this $5,000 down, uh, matches your 5,000. So you put $10,000, so your, your, your down payment went from 5% to 10%. So it, it lowers your insurance premium. That 5,000, here's the catch, right? Just to go with Lucas says, there is no such thing as free money, especially from the government. That $5,000 is payable back to the government only once you finish paying off your mortgage or you sell your property. So let's say, but here, here's the catch. Let's say, especially what's happened in the last year, okay, in terms of increase of values of properties. Let's say that person takes that offer, sells the house in five years. The house is now worth um, $200,000, okay? So, they're going to calculate the 5%, not on what they give you. You have to give the back the government $10,000 because it's 5% of the new value. <laughs> so in essence, so in essence, the government becomes part owner of your property or they're like a loan shark, right? Yeah. We, we, we sprinkled this little gift to you, 5% or 10% or whatever, but you're going to pay us back. You're going to pay us back big time. And we're going to share in the profit of the increase of value of your property. So don't try. I, I basically tell all my clients, I. it's four years. I've never done one. I told my clients not once since the government um, announced this. I told my clients never to take it. Uh, Steve says, yes, I was there. This country has to offer every opportunity to succeed at the end. The guarantees this country offers is a guarantee to opportunity, not results. Very well said as well, Steve. So, um, universal basic income. I don't know where this is going to get. I don't know how far they could push this. Um, but all I know is that this liberal government is, is really going really stretching out their way beyond the limits of left leftiness leftiness in the terms of spectrum of political ideologies and ideas uh, but this this is this could potentially be a doozy this could potentially be a doozy um and it's not something that we could see the result or the the the, the, the you know I, the results very quickly um, so there's going to be some pilot projects of this. I'm, I'm very curious to see how those go. Um, the bill aims to establish a pilot project in one or more province to test models of guaranteed basic income, evaluating the costs, efficiency, and effects this sort of program would have on Canadian society and well-being. Um, Yes, Captain Yolo, I just saw that as well. They just announced that they will drop a new budget on April 19th. Let the games begin. Captain Yolo, I'm going to have to have you on a show. We're going to have to discuss this budget in detail once it's uh, released. So get ready. Right after that, you're going to be on the show, and we're going to definitely discuss this because this, of course, could be potentially um, leading up to uh, it being defeated and, of course, us going back to the polls. Um sooner rather than later if that uh, budget is defeated in the house of commons 
They should test this on Bruins fans first. <laughs> Very good look. Uh, Dario Vitali says the cons, uh, the conservatives would eliminate the UBI the second they're elected. Whew. Bro, let me tell you, the conservatives are in bad shape. They're in bad shape, man. They really are. I I don't see how they could potentially even even um, uh, if they could even potentially come close to winning an election, even if, uh, as Captain Yolo just says, the budget um, will 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 go to a, an automatic confidence motion, um, which of course means uh, in political terms, um, if there is a motion for a non confidence vote and the uh, the new um, budget is stroken down, then that would lead us to go. There's a loss in, in uh, confidence in the government, and we have to go back to the polls to see for a new party. And God willing, God willing, it won't be another four years of the liberals. Uh, Steve says they will test it on some small towns, not in urban settings. I could see that too, but I'm thinking that, you know, the the... If they do that, it won't have the same effects. You really need to do it in an urban setting because the job opportunities are greater, should be greater. Um, but also that goes into, you know, what 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 Captain uh, uh, Captain Drama Teacher and Legault were saying in terms of, you know, to make the workforce competitive that we need on the basis, we need to have um, a strong Wi-Fi, especially with everybody working from home, uh, in order for all these people that are in 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 non-urban settings being able to to work and contribute and do jobs more and more online and at a distance. So we'll see where if that plan uh, comes to fruition and if they manage to do that. Captain Yolo says the conservatives need to offer an olive branch to Maxime Bernier. I don't see that happening, Captain um, Maxime. I don't see them bringing back in. We all know who should have led the conservatives. And unfortunately, Pierre Polivier, um, for family reasons, said he didn't want to run. Uh, and there's some other great, uh, great stars that we've discussed. And unfortunately, um, uh, there's not anyone good enough to lead this party right now. And certainly O'Toole is not it. But there are other ones. But unfortunately, they don't want to, for whatever reason, uh, run for leadership. Um, Steve says the NDP already said they will support any budget. So as long as we are not vaccinated, <laughs> fucking idiots, man, what a useless party. Jack Layton must be literally turning in his grave. Uh, Cheech says, yes, it will. Yes, it will. What? If you could just, uh, elaborate on that all. Captain Yolo bring his party in and adopt some of his bold ideas. He had like ending supply management and all corporate welfare. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but unfortunately, characters like Maxim Bernier, uh, the big parties are afraid of. But that's what we need. We need overall of the ideologies of these political parties. We need a change of thinking. We need some new hope. We need not the same recycled crap of shit year after year. Year after year. And I know, Cheech, it's going to be four more years of the same crap. I know the liberals are going to win again because, unfortunately, our system is so fucked that I don't see anybody beating them right now. And, um, <laughs> oh, man, 
This is what we have to live with. This is what we have to live with. And Captain Yolo says, well, Elon Musk, Starlink is certainly doing that on the front of internet access for rural communities. Yes, I've read about that. I've uh, looked into it. <laughs> Excuse me. Sneeze. Live. Anything can happen live. Um, yes, we definitely, um, Elon Musk, what a character, what he's done for humanity is quite something. So that is something that is, I think, a, a um, especially with what, what we, we we are becoming a digital and um, working from home and more and more companies are seeing that this could work because they have had no choice during this part the pandemic. Um, so um, they will have to see. Cheech says uh, Starlink is a little steep though. Well, first of all, the Canadian government and the CRTC has to somehow figure out how to make this more affordable, allow competition to come in from the States because Literally, what we have right now, especially with with potentially um, Rogers buying Shaw, <laughs> um, Canadians further getting it up the ass. It's incredible what what this government allows. It really is. It really is. So I'm hoping that um, they have to open up to competition and have other suppliers come in here. We need fresh ideas and we need some choice as consumers because right now we are literally getting raped. When it comes to cell phone charges, internet, gigabytes, uh, we pay the highest amount in all of North America and probably maybe even the world. So let that sink in for a second, guys. So, um, guys, thank you so much, everybody, for for um, tuning in tonight, uh, putting in your thoughts. Captain Yolo, um, Tony Cheech, Steve. Um, Dario Vitali, Luca Calacci, all of you, thank you so much. A demo, um, demo seems to be really, really pissed. <laughs> you echo my sentiments, my friends. Um, Captain Yolo says, Do what Teddy Ver uh, Roosevelt did to Standard Oil way back in the day. You have plenty of competition. We have Bell Mobility, Bell Telephone, Bell TV, Bell Five of all sorts. <laughs> Dario Vitali, here's the link to better internet and TV deals. Canadianisp.ca. Thanks for that, Dario. And Captain Yolo says it's an honor, Luigi. So thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. It was a short and sweet episode tonight. I just wanted to discuss those few things, a few topics uh, that were um, that were on my mind. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in. And I appreciate you as always. So Tune in next week, episode uh, five of a Three Men in a Podcast uh, next week. Uh, Steve is going to be on. Steve, that was on the chat, the owner of uh, Stogie Cigar Lounge. Uh, so that's going to be a good one next week. And on that note, thank you so much, guys. Have a great uh, Friday. And uh, well, actually, no, tomorrow's Thursday. So have a great Thursday leading to Friday and the weekend. And um, I appreciate you all. Thanks, guys. Have a great evening. Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time.